0: The Mini-Jet camera shows increased security activity. Keep your shirt on, pretty boy.
1: I don't need you to...
0: Wolverine, what is it? That smell... Easy, big guy. It's just me. Find anything? Nothing. Come on, let's beat it.
1: Baby me. Either I'm on the team or I'm not. I thought this one would be easy.
0: Well, hello everyone and welcome to another Gospel X. My name is Jonathan. This is Henry right beside me. We're so glad that you can join us again for another episode where we embark on discussing each episode of the animated series of the X-Men back in the 1990s. And today we will be exploring the episode entitled courage so customarily i let my buddy here uh just give us a synopsis of what the episode was about and what you want us to talk about today henry
1: all right yeah interesting thing about this episode um called courage is that morph finally comes back apparently he's been uh being treated for his trauma at uh, muir island by moira mctaggart and he finally says that i am ready even though moira says that he might not be so he comes back the x-men throw a big party for him um there's this uh issue where this this base gets invaded so he and wolverine go and try to figure it out and it's there that they realize that the sentinels are back even though it it seemed like a couple of episodes back that they had destroyed Master Mold and all the Sentinel's and so where are they coming from we find out that Master Mold actually did survive and he's trying to get his revenge one last kick of the can so to speak and um he's, he's only his head survived and he's trying to go yeah. and get back um, the get the people that created him but if we don't, if you don't remember, it was the Sentinels from the first episode of the X-Men series were the ones that, uh, almost killed Morph. So he's still dealing with a ton of trauma. And finally, when the Sentinels attack the mansion and professor X and Morph were there, Morph kind of freezes up and he's not able to deal with this danger from this, uh, from the sentinels that almost killed him and he fro- froze up and he locked up so it's post-traumatic syndrome basically yeah just uh ptsd and eventually um the x-men do find the sentinels and morph shows up and uh, he faces his fear overcomes it and he's the one who is able to save the x-men destroy master mold by the end there he ends up saying goodbye to all the x-men because he realized that even though he's able to do this that he's not over the trauma, the PTSD that the Sentinels did to him. He's not ready yet. He's not ready yet. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, Ashley, That's it's an interesting, interesting topic, right? Like, uh, we're delving into a, uh, a topic about how should uh, we care for people who have trauma or who had experience in trauma, right? How should you even talk to them? Because how you talk to them uh, and... Especially if they have that trust with you to reveal their trauma to you,
1: how do you respond, right? There was uh, quite a few um, different reactions from the X-Men when Morph came back. Right? Which is
0: great. Which is a great uh, canvas for us to talk about, right? Because yeah. those are the things. Those are actually each of those X-Men uh, um, actually gave us an example of a typical response that we would do, right? Yeah. So I mean, how, how about list some.
1: Us First that. of all, Wolverine was the guy who, you know, your friend just came back from this trauma and healing, and he's like really gung ho. Let's get you back and doing the same things that we were doing before, one hundred percent. Now, morph couldn't even have a slice of cake. I know. Eh? On his party, Wolverine's like me and him. We're gonna go and we're gonna and let's
0: go. We're
1: yeah. gonna do this. It's interesting and- because
0: um, that's wolverine's type of character too in order to solve his own mental issues or his own personal issues he tends to want to do stuff right historically throughout every episode that we've already encountered he escapes to do things to get his mind off of things so in order for so naturally subconsciously or consciously i don't know or even not even on purpose it's just him he just tells more let's go <laughs> yeah what else sorry to cut you off
1: and also, um, another person who reacted was uh, Professor Xavier. Xavier um, allowed Morph to kind of figure out his own limits. He wouldn't tell him, you're not ready, or I don't think you're ready, or I know you're ready, let's do it. He was like, he was telling Morph, be careful th- and uh, don't push yourself, but you can explore how ready you are. You're on your own. Keep testing his limits. Yeah, keep testing his limits. And an industry, a, and then an, another
0: interesting one was Cyclops, right? Can you talk about that one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cyclops was uh, later on he was like, Cyclops literally didn't trust Morph at all to give no. you know, any kind of responsibility at all. Maybe it's because of it, he's the leader. He's got to think of the cohesiveness of the, the unit. So he's got to go and say, okay, you know, we, we can't have a weak link in this chain of people that I'm leading, you know, because if you can't trust one person, you know, the whole thing's going to fall apart. So that might be speaking to his more pragmatic side of, you know, people who are more pragmatic that know that he's got something to do and he's just not sure of where the limits are. So instead of letting, giving him that opportunity to test it in that team setting, he told him to just, wait there and we're gonna handle it
0: it's like baby him uh morph right to say uh look um i love you <laughs> but uh yeah i don't your, trust you yeah i don't trust you but he didn't really say that about it for your own good stay here right yep it's and like
1: that's... just gives them some you know like <laughs> when when cyclops told them to stay in the war room it's just the most bs answer and yeah. i i People with this kind of trauma, they hate those kind of BS answers. That- exactly.
0: That's patronizing people, right? Saying that, yeah. you know, trying to cloak it with something good, but really you're just telling me that I'm incapable. Useless. useless yeah, basically, basically
1: it's like he told them, Oh, Professor Xavier call the war room so we need someone here to answer his call you know you're doing a very Very important
0: important job
1: very important job (laughs) you could tell morph was just not buying it at all No,
0: and he he was a little pissed too right yeah he was absolutely pissed come on you just gave me a party you didn't let me eat cake and now you're patronizing
1: me for being like and telling me that i'm incapable of joining with you guys right yeah an interesting interaction was who was the person that morph um, approached when he told when he finally realized that he wasn't ready, it was Xavier. It was not the one who wanted to get him back to one hundred percent like Wolverine. It was not the one who didn't trust him at all like like Cyclops. It was the one who allowed him his own freedom to figure out if he's ready or not without imposing their own judgments on him at the very beginning. So. That's the person who he approached to talk about his readiness and and his trauma. So I think that might give us, that might give you kind of like a a roadmap on, yeah, is that something that we should do? That is exactly what we should do, actually.
0: I think in 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 our world, when we talk about Christian opinions and perspectives and how a Christian should care for our loved ones or our friends who have experienced trauma... We should allow space for them to give them space to, and have freedom to test their limits. Uh, we give them opportunities. We don't baby them. We don't condescend them. We don't patronize them. Uh, nor do we say, let's get going. Turn your frown upside down and let's move, right? type the thing. And we can't even do that because, hey, Jesus didn't either. He gave, uh, he gave his disciples tons of time to figure things out. And so we should give our friends and loved ones tons of time as well. And like Xavier, I think uh, we could learn something from him to be continually supportive, right? He knows, Xavier, interesting about Xavier is that he knew his distance of how far he should keep himself distant from Morph. Not too far, but not too close, right? He knew exactly Morph, right? He knew Morph so well that he knew that it's this distance that I should keep to, to, in order to make sure that he knows I'm here to support him. But it's also a distance he knows that I'm giving him space to work. And uh, it takes a lot of work to do that, right, for each of us. Uh, like, I need to learn more about the people who I love. I need to figure out, okay, what is that space to, right? And so should all of us. And I think yeah. that's something that can be done through, again, time, but also to, um, for prayer as well, something that we can pray for. To, in order to enable us to have the wisdom to know what that
1: space is. Yeah, you should uh definitely go and figure out what kind which of the X-Men are you when you're dealing with this kind of situation? I
0: think I'm more like Wolverine. Though. I'm
1: more like Wolverine as well. You know, I'm like said, hey yeah, uh you went through something really terrible, but you know what? We're all good now. You know? So let's go camping. Let's go camping, <laughs> let's have a barbe- beer, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have exactly. a barbecue, we're gonna have some. Fun. You know, we're gonna, yeah, 100%, we're just going to, yeah, have a lot of fun together. And, uh, yeah,
0: but that's not helpful at all. Although we think it might be helpful, but it's not really giving them space either, right? And are we allowing them to give the space? Like, it's great to go camping, but we like during that camp, are we allowing them to have space to navigate through their emotions and, and testing their limits as well, right? Um, for example, for myself, who experienced a recent loss of my mom, right? Uh I realize that there are people, my closest friends and relatives and loved ones, they give me space because they know me well, right? But then I have to watch myself too, because like, if I want to just, uh, if I have to navigate, I have to give myself time to navigate, not just fill it up with stuff to do, to just forget about it. So there you go. All right. All right. Anything else from you, Henry?
1: I think that's pretty, that's uh, pretty much for me. All right. Yeah, this is a good episode for uh, all of us and especially
0: for our listeners or viewers out there who may have friends or loved ones who are, who have experienced trauma or who are in the experiencing trauma especially during covid, <laughs> right? But um, hopefully you found this episode helpful. I'm praying for you guys as well. Till next time, have a blessed week.